we have nothing to lose and everything to gain. We're not, we're not going to stop using these devices. So our goal is how do we use our devices safely and make it affordable for everyone. Welcome to the Healing Corner with Emily Tennyson. Here, Emily talks about how the power of nutrition, detoxification, spirituality, and tuning into our body's intelligence can help knock us back into emotional, physical, and spiritual alignment. Now, here's your host, Emily Tennyson. Hello, and thanks so much for joining me today as we talk about electromagnetic fields or EMFs within wireless earbuds, which you may be using to listen to me right now. In this episode, we'll be talking with today's guest, Ben Salem, the founder and CEO of Waveblock. Ben has invented little anti-radiation stickers that you place on the stems of your wireless earbuds, or in my case, my husband and I place them on our AirPods. These stickers are laboratory tested to deflect EMF waves away from the brain, and they're pretty incredible as they've been proven to block between 85 and 95% of the EMF radiation that they emit. There's been a ton of talk recently about EMFs, but who cares really, and why is this important? Well, if you're like me, you may be surprised to learn that there's two types of EMFs, native ones and non-native ones, and the non-natives are what we're talking about. Native EMFs are something naturally delivered from the sun in the form of UV or infrared waves. According to the Avena Integrative Medical Center, our cells have evolved over time to utilize natural EMFs to fuel our everyday function. Non-native EMFs are man-made, and these pulse at a higher hertz than native ones, creating oxidative stress within our cells. Non-native EMF radiation is emitted by things like our cell phones, Wi-Fi networks, cell phone towers, compact fluorescent light bulbs, and appliances like our microwaves. This near constant exposure that we all have to non-native EMFs is what leads to the breakdown of cellular function, and this can manifest as physical symptoms like headaches, sleep issues, memory loss, inflammation in the body, and even gene mutations. If you're interested, I'll link a a book below that dives super deep into this by Brandon LaGreca called Cancer and EMF Radiation, How to Protect Yourself from the Silent Carcinogen of Electropollution. So some people are more sensitive to these than others. And as I continue to clean up toxins in my own personal environment, when I came across Wave Black, I immediately purchased them to use on our AirPods, which my husband especially wears all day for work. They're affordable, they're super easy to use, and they'll stay on whether you're working at your desk or skiing in the mountains or running in the desert. Today, Ben and I will talk about what drove him to create his company, how WaveBlock works, and why we should consider getting them for ourselves or someone we love. Ben, welcome. It's so nice to have you on. Hey, thanks for having me on. I really appreciate it. Yeah, I I know right before we started recording here, you are in a very special place today. Can you talk about where you are? Yes, I'm actually in San Diego doing some uh, testing on a new product that's hopefully going to be coming out in the next uh, two months, uh, doing some SAR testing at an RF exposure lab. Um, And it's fun. You know, it's like you feel like a little kid, like, doing science projects, right? Like, is this working? Is this not working? And, 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 you know, if you're not familiar with SAR testing, it's pretty interesting. Basically what we do is we test, we test a product, but we actually test it through a liquid that acts like our brain, you know, the same kind of uh, fluid as you would have in the brain to see how much of the radiation gets absorbed and does not get absorbed and so on. So yeah, I'm having a lot of fun today. 
So awesome. I, for, if you're listening, um, Ben was kind enough to kind of take me through, um, on a zoom call, uh, video wise. So I could see sort of like the laboratory and kind of what they're doing. And it is really neat to see that like machine that's mimicking like the blood brain barrier and all that goes into SAR testing, which if you're not familiar, it's the specific absorption rate of um, radiation that gets absorbed into our bodies from electronics. And it's usually or it's regulated by, um, the U S uh, government. So it's really neat to see like in real time, your creation and like how it's doing and being able to tweak it. Yeah, it's a lot of fun. It really is. And it's, it's interesting because, you know, things are starting to change. Um, there is a, the FCC is putting a new law in effect. That's going to take effect in um, January that uh, states that all Bluetooth devices going forward have to be tested. Oh, wow. Are they, is it not heavily regulated? Like are there devices right now that are on the market that are not? You know, it's funny because Bluetooth, I think was created a, like 1999 or around there. And it used to not be that strong of a signal. The signal now mm -hmm. is a lot stronger than it, than what it was originally. So mm -hmm. I think the game's changing. And I think they realized that it's time to try to figure out how much radiation really comes out of Bluetooth. Um, yeah. So that's awesome. It's, yeah. So try I, to be ahead of the game. <laughs> uh, yeah. Because it's like that stuff's coming. It sounds like, and you'll be sitting pretty once it's, once it's all out and other people may have to kind of step back and reevaluate um, their products. So I, I know I had shared with you, I had done some a little research just for my own benefit and for my family. And if you're listening and you're not familiar, you know, the U S federal Com communications commission or the FCC, which Ben just mentioned has a regulation limit of 1.6 Watts per kilogram that is allowed to be admitted from devices like our cell phones, um, like our Bluetooth products, um, like pretty much anything that we have in our hands or that we're using electronically. And Ben, your product, the AirPods, I was pleased to see, or not your product, but the um, product that your product goes on has a um, specific absorption rate of 0.466 watts per, per kilogram. And not to get too in the weeds, but like you know, there's this argument that, oh, it's only a fourth of the FCC's regulatory limit. Well, what I discovered was that, you know, the FCC tests, you know, rigorously for thermal absorption, but there's a big question around non-thermal absorption. So like thermal absorption would be like, how is this heating up my tissues, right? In my, in my head or on my hands or in my body. Um, but there's a big question about like, well, what else is this radiation doing that if it's not heating up my tissue, maybe there's another, um, another thing that it's doing, which kind of brought me to your product and why I came to your website via an Instagram ad that was totally targeted on my Instagram. I clicked on it right away <laughs> and I thought, Oh my gosh, my husband and I both wear AirPods. My husband wears them all day. He's working all day on calls all the time. And we're just now starting to clean up our electronic environment um, and our environment in general from toxicity. And so, you know, this EMFs have been a question for us. And so I thought, oh my gosh, we're going to try these. And then I reached out to you and, and then here you are on the podcast. So I'm, I'm just so pleased that you're here today um, to talk about it. I, I know too, that you have a really interesting background. You're, you work in luxury real estate. Like that is your 
career up until this point. Um, you're in Southern California. You are a dad, your husband, and you're now also the founder of WaveBlock. Can you talk to us a little bit about what led you to the idea for even developing this technology? Yeah. Um, it's kind of funny. Uh, four years ago, uh, when my baby was was in a crib, I was thinking to myself, um, what's happening around around the crib, right? Is there radiation around the crib? Is there radiation in the home? And what led me to start thinking about that is that I found out that in certain countries, they've banned Wi-Fi from nurseries and schools. So kids under the age of six are not allowed to be near Wi-Fi. Um, and I thought to myself, well, why did some countries ban that? So I started just, you know, testing at home to see, you know, what's around, what's around my baby's crib. And what I learned was that uh, a certain distance uh, was not safe, right? So mm-hmm. um, certain devices that were close enough to the baby's crib made me nervous. So, so, I, so I made my own baby crib bumper, like a breathable crib liner. And super, super simple. I, I made it out of like silver and copper and polyester and, and took it to the dry cleaners and said, Hey, can you help me sew this together? I love this. <laughs> and, and I just made my own baby crib liner. And, you know, if I'm sitting near the baby, you know, on the iPad, a couple feet away, I know the baby's safe. And I, you know, I, I did this for myself, you know, and I thought if other countries think it's important, then maybe it's, it's important. Um, and it, and you know, the, what I learned was that our baby's skulls are much thinner than ours and they absorb 10 times the radiation as an adult skull. And there's studies on this everywhere. I mean, you, you can do your own due diligence and you'll see the studies and that made me nervous. So that's why I created the baby crib, uh, bumper. Mm -hmm. And then down the line, um, COVID hit. And when COVID hit, I noticed that my kids were, I have three little boys and they're on Zoom doing Zoom Zoom classes and they're rocking those earbuds all the time. And then after we're done with, with the Zoom classes, now we're riding bikes together and they're still, you know, wearing the earbuds and then they game with them. And then sometimes I fall asleep with them, which made me start to think, wait a minute, what's in these? Yeah. Right. Right. <laughs> so it really started to get my mind going and and by accident, I created WaveBlock. Um, so I originally um, started testing them out at home, and I noticed that the radiation was, was pretty gnarly. And what was really interesting is that they talk to each other through your skull. Yeah. So I thought, okay, that's even more scary. So if we have a little modem deep inside our ear, and they're talking to each other for hours and hours throughout the day, even though it's a small antenna, you know, radiation is radiation. It's the same antenna used for the, the telephones use. It's just a, a less, less wattage. But the problem is the time spent inside the ears and direct contact with the ears got my mind going. You know, yeah. This can't be good if it's for hours and hours and hours. Right. right. Um, so I thought, how do I, how do I, how do I block this? Or how do I deflect this? Because you know, we're still going to use technology. There's no way around it. Mm-hmm. Um, it helps us too. You know, mm-hmm. we, we, it's not going to go away. So, I, you know, let's tr- try to figure a way to make this work. So, 
it was pretty, it was fun. I, I tried a bunch of things that they sell on Amazon and put things on and, and nothing was really working. And then I came up with a material that I tested at home that was working. And I thought, this is too good to be true. I have to take this to a lab. So I took it to a very well-known large lab. And, and they said, <laughs> we have a non-disclosure uh, with some of the large earbud companies. Uh, get out of here is <laughs> exactly yeah. what they said. <laughs> we can't <laughs> work I with said, you. Yeah. Yeah. I said, guys, I will, I'll pay your fee. Let's do the testing. I want to use the same chamber, the same antennas. I'll pay the fee. You don't have to put it in writing. And they said, fine, let's, let's do it. <laughs> so, <laughs> so we did the test about, you know, five hours with wave block on five hours with wave block off. And the results were awesome. We were able to deflect uh, over 80, 80, in some cases, 85%, in some cases, 95% of the radiation completely uh, uh, blocking it. And those engineers were blown away because they said, we don't even let our kids wear earbuds. Wow. Uh, so it was really fun. And then I said, well, who's your competitor? And point me to the largest lab in the world. I want to go there. I want to do the test again. Um, so they pointed me to another lab. I did the test and got the same results. And then, um, that's it. I figured, I think I have something <laughs> yeah. and that's kind of how it started. Yeah, absolutely. Did you have some partners or anyone else that kind of got on board as they saw what you were doing or have you really just developed this on your own? No, just on my own. Um, you know, COVID was kind of nice because uh we had nothing else to do we're sitting at home right. <laughs> it gave me a lot of time to get creative and and have fun with this yeah absolutely i just love this story because it's like you know you're as you said you're not you know you don't have a background in engineering you don't have like a medical background like a doctor you're just a curious uh consumer of products and getting curious about something led you down this path and i think you know now you know you have people like me that are huge fans and wanting to amplify it into the world because it is something that we want to think about. And as you said, it's not like technology is going away. So how can we just work with it and also keep our bodies safe? I think that's really, really inspiring. Yeah. I mean, I look at it as, you know, it hasn't been out for long enough. We don't know what's going to happen in, in the future, right? Mm -hmm. But we have nothing to lose and everything to gain. We're not, we're not going to stop using these devices. So our goal is, you know, how do we use our devices safely and, and make it affordable for everyone. Absolutely. Yeah. I wonder too, like if, um, you know, people in the future will like look back on this time and think, Oh my gosh, we were just a bunch of humans running around with knives, like, you know, with all the unregulated Bluetooth technology and things that are in the world right now that we use all the time. You know, I think about my cell phone and, um, and I just wonder you know, how, how often can I maybe turn this call into a speakerphone call or some, you know, wear AirPods with wave block on them and, uh, or, you know, corded headphones just to minimize my exposure, right? Like move the phone away from me a little bit. Um, and I also have a son who's four and a half and he is just now kind of getting into screen time, you know, in a way that he wasn't before COVID. And so, yeah, it's just on our minds, right? As I think, especially as parents, that's kind of when I, uh, really started to get turned on by, or, you know, turned on to some of these preventative measures, you know, now that 
so you launched this in December uh, of, of last year of 2020. Yeah. So it's only been, I mean, nine months. Um, and I see, you know, I see people with these now. I notice you guys are uh, really promoting on social media. Are you receiving any, you know, stories or case studies now from people that are using these and really enjoying them? What's really surprising is the amount of feedback, um, the emails that we get and the comments we get on our website and the reviews of, and I never even knew this was a problem. So this is fascinating. People saying, I no longer have headaches. I no longer have buzzing. Um, So I never even knew people had like an EMF sensitivity. So that's kind of cool to see because we get those almost every day. We get Mm -hmm. an email or a review about that, which is fascinating. Wow. I mean, that's a real sign, a real like (laughs) signal that, you know, these non-native EMFs, you know, that are man-made are kind of causing our cells like some stress. I mean, to have a physical symptom like that crop up um, is really incredible that, you know, you're able, your product is able to prevent that. You're like, oh, this is great. Yeah. (laughs) I'm glad to hear that. (laughs) Yeah, That's nuts. Um, Ben, will you walk us through exactly the materials that are in your product and why they're so effective at blocking EMFs? Yeah. Um, I can't give the secret sauce away, but that's um, fine. <laughs> so most, most materials um, absorb radiation and they turn, they turn, if they absorb it correctly or if it, they're placed correctly, they turn that, they absorb it and they turn it into heat in that area. Um, what we're doing is, we're deflecting the radiation. We're actually making the radiation bounce mm-hmm. in the opposite direction. Mm-hmm. And, that, and that is, I think, something uh, different. Uh, most people will use lead or some sort of, sort of stone or concrete or um, a different kind of metal that absorbs radiation. So we're doing the exact opposite. Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. and specifically figuring out how to place um, the deflecting material. That's the key. So when I created this product, the key was uh, the part that took almost one of the parts that took the longest time was was actually figuring out what glue to use. Because if you use the wrong glue, all of a sudden it starts to change the way radiation deflects or absorbs. Everything changes. So just figuring out the right glue and having the glue that's strong enough to if you're going to go skiing and it's really cold, you want the glue to still stay on. If you're going to be in the, in the areas that are very humid, how's the glue going to stay on? And mm-hmm. you want to, so it's, it, that part was really tricky. Mm-hmm. I know that you're into extreme sports. So I bet some of that background kind of uh, inspired those uh, wanting to have extreme temperatures, be able to withhold, <laughs> withhold your yes, product. Yes. I, I, I took, I took these wave locks heliboarding with me several times and it took the beating <laughs> wow. That's impressive. It's neat That's- because these, um, the, your product, you know, the way they stick on to earbuds, it's like, it's just, it, they're on there for life, right? It's just meant for one-time use. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Very cool. Because what- it's oh, tricky because if you take a piece of metal, if you take, let's say you take a piece of sheet metal and you try to bend that sheet metal, it's going to want to bend the other way and go back to its flat form. Mm-hmm. That's the issue. So how do you find a strong enough glue that's not permanent that will do that and mm-hmm. not going to affect the 
um, radiation as well. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. And it sounds like you guys have kind of figured it out and are off to the races. I imagine you've had like family and friends kind of test this out. Do you have, um, any results or, you know, kind of comments from people that are close to you that have kind of witnessed this journey, you know, with wave tech, excuse me, wave block technology present, or do they have any feedback for you on, on the product? Um, the, the feedback I get a lot from friends and family is, uh, is that they've, they, you, know, you can't, some people can't feel the difference. They don't know if it's working or not working. It's invisible. Right. Right. Um, but they say, it feels nice that my, I know my kids are safe and my kids are safer. Yes. So I get a lot of that, which is really nice because the kid, the kids are wearing them. The kids are wearing them in the park. The kids are wearing them skateboarding. The kids are going to continue to wear them. And that's mainly the feedback I get a lot. Yeah. Right. I know. I, I noticed that just with like, especially teenagers in our neighborhood, they have them in all the time, even if they're not listening to music or talking to anybody, like they just have them in. And yeah. it's, uh, yeah, you do wonder about, I think you mentioned it's like a 2.4 kind of gigahertz um, frequency that's running between your ears. It's like, yeah, that makes sense that you'd want to have something that is blocking or deflecting that radiation just to give, especially young bodies, a fighting chance at like healthy development. (laughs) So I, I so admire that. Um, I am curious when I look through the reviews on your website, I'm noticing, you know, I, all of like the women that are there, it's like Nancy's commenting on how, you know, easy it was to use and Danielle and all these women, Lori, Nancy, Paulette. And then every once in a while, there's like a Kyle, or like, you know, further down the page, it's like miles, you know? And so <laughs> I have my own perspective on this, but I'm just curious, you know, with your customer base being like 80% women, what are you, what, why do you think that is? Why do you think women are the, are the customers here? Oh, I, I think it's really simple, actually. <laughs> I think women get it. And, you know, the women are the CEO of every household. Um, <laughs> they they what goes i think what they think of right away that's automatically in their head goes right through their head is how do i protect my family how do i protect my family that's yeah. that's where they go and you know if we're sick who do we call mommy hey i think yeah. i have a feeder mommy mm-hmm. you're always going to mommy the, the women run the show and mm-hmm. they're the best at communicating too so mm-hmm. i think it's a combo of that but what do you think curious you would no, know better I- You know, I, what's interesting is I've recently just been um, interested in this idea of women, especially I would say moms, um, primarily, as you said, being the caretakers of a household, but, you know, (laughs) I've been exploring this topic of like, as a mom, I have this unique experience of having gone through a very major initiation from like being a young woman to a mother and, um, but just by the process of giving birth, you know, like I have been initiated into this, like, uh, really adult version of myself. Right. And, um, and so I think with that, I, I have a much different take on what's important to me. And now that I have a family and I'm, I'm in that stage, I'm, I am surveying like, okay, how do I protect my family exactly as you've said? And I also think I'm open to feedback and instruction or like guidance in a way um, that sometimes can be to a fault or, you know, um, at the expense of my own intuition. But in general, like I, if I want to learn something new, like I will just go and learn about it and then I will take action to like employ it or to um, 
you know, try it out. So yeah, that's kind of my, that's my answer. It's very similar to, it's very similar to yours. And I find too, that like the men in, um, in my life anyways, are very open to like my suggestions or, you know, what I find, you know, my husband is such a good sport, especially with all of the things that I come away with from this podcast, you know, like, Hey, we should be trying this or, um, I found this new technology wave block. Like I bought some for you. Like, can we try them on your AirPods? So that's, that's my hunch. Anyway, I'm with you. So now you have this business that's going, um, you are also a luxury real estate agent still. Is that correct? Yeah. So I, I noticed in um, in your bio that you work with celebrities and very high profile clients. Now that you have this other business, do you ever often just kind of slip in that you have you know this product, or, or do they, are they ever curious about it? I'm just wondering, like as an influencer campaign, if you're like, oh, this celebrity would be really great if they could just advertise WaveBlock on their Instagram. You know, I always think about doing that. I haven't done that yet. <laughs> I and I actually yeah. have not told anyone about the business yet. Oh my um, gosh, really? Yeah. I've just been just so just on Instagram, Facebook, and um I think it would be fun maybe to start telling people about it. But so far, um I've just just my mindset just go, 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 go. Just just go. Yeah. Uh, you know, uh, I but, really I do admire that because it's like you know, you're, you're not really right now probably inviting outside criticism or feedback or, you know, you just want to do your thing and, um, and see what happens. Right. And it's, you know, it's tricky, Emily. Um, the kind of client I represent the, the 1%, the top 1%, um, a list clients. So my relationship with them is strictly business, you know, just, uh, right. it's not, it's not Ben. How's your family doing? What are you up to? It's not. It's not that. It's very uh, heavy non-disclosures, mm-hmm. and you know, uh, make sure uh, TMZ doesn't follow us, and, and my, my assistants don't even know who I'm usually working with. We have alias names, so I don't have that wow. kind of relationship either. But um, my business is all about uh, trust, transparency. Mm-hmm. Um, you know. That's, that's what it is. That's right. It's always been that way. Um, yeah. That makes total, that makes total sense. It's just, it's like very separate transaction um, and very private. It sounds like. Yep. Exactly. Yeah. Getting back to kind of how you started this business wave block and just your curiosity around your house and like the baby's crib. Um, I'm curious what else you may have done, you know, within your own home that further, shields you from electromagnetic fields. And, um, I only asked that because recently at our home, you know, I've started like turning off the Wi-Fi router at night where, you know, we always have our phones on airplane mode. I've, I've even gone as far to, uh, I don't know if you've heard of this website, it's called searchantenna.com, where you can essentially search for, um, like 5g towers in your neighborhood. And it's like, I used to think this was like, so conspiracy theory, but now I, I've just gotten curious about like this tower that's half a mile away. And it's kind of just like emitting um, these EMFs uh, for me in order for me to use 5G on my phone. And so I'm just curious what your world looks like. And if, you know, you guys are doing anything else um, at your house or, you know, in your environment. You know, we don't have, some people I think have like EMF sensitivity. So it might make a bigger difference for them. Um, 
to, to be, to be more, more extreme for us. I just, as long as it's more than 10 feet away from us, we're, we're fine. So all the, all the wireless routers are at least 10 feet away from the kids. And then at night they're on a timer. So they turn off. Um, and then the phones, obviously the phones are never allowed to be near our bed. So everyone has to leave their phones in the bathroom to charge. <laughs> nice. I love that. And in 10 feet away. Um, but that's all we do. Really simple. Yeah. It's great. It's like not taking over your life. It's just something that you're aware of and kind of taking these simple precautionary measures that are, I'm sure, helping your family quite a bit. Yeah, that, that that's it. It's really simple. I mean, you know, it's it's interesting because a lot of these things we don't feel and we don't know what's happening in our bodies. But, you know, it's like the same thing they say, what's the difference between eating organic blueberries or non-organic blueberries? We might not feel the difference, you know, or, or know that anything's happening. However, our body feels the difference. Mm-hmm. So I feel like why not be on the safe side? What do I have to lose? Absolutely. It's sort of cumulative over time as well, right? Like a little bit of EMF exposure might not be so bad if mostly you're shielding yourself. It's like, you just want to over, don't over, overburden the system. Yeah. And it's interesting. I remember, um, do you remember, you remember who Tim Ferriss is? Yeah. I remember about 10 years ago, he did a test on himself and it stuck in my head. He said he tested about one hour a day with his cell phone in his pocket affected uh, the fertility. Oh yeah. Remember that? Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't, I'm not that, like, I didn't get into it, but I, I'm aware of this that happened. It stuck in my head from 10 years ago because, you know, I was doing some due diligence, making sure, you know, my swimmers are, are solid. <laughs> <laughs> right. It becomes and, important when you want to start a family. Absolutely. Yeah. And then I ran into, into his video and I thought, oh my God, this is scary. One hour a day. And that was only 900 megahertz that was in his pocket. And that wow. changed the shape, the count the swimming direction. And after three months of him not using the cell phone, I mean, not keeping the cell phone in his pocket, his uh, count doubled. What? I didn't know that. I'm sorry. I think it doubled or tripled. You double check it, but it at least doubled. It was fascinating. And that stuck in my head, you know, as a young kid, um, 10 years ago, which all these small things that you hear eventually, you know, yes. Create it's like something this, in your head. <laughs> absolutely. It's like a seed that's planted, like to go along with that metaphor. It's like, um, you know, a seed of a thought that you like think about and then it like just gets stored in the back of your head. And then like years later, you know, <laughs> you come across something similar again. You're like, oh my gosh, this is exactly like what I heard. And I mean, that's, that's very, um, that's very much a motivator for me too. Like I used to carry my phone in like my pocket, my back pocket, my husband carries his in his pocket. And I'm like, we should these need to be away from our bodies first and foremost. Like also they need to be away from like our <laughs> reproductive organs. <laughs> like um, it's not a safe space. Yep. 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 Yeah. Yep. So Ben, when you, when you and I first got on here before we started recording, you're in this lab, you're having like what looks like such a fun day. I mean, you're like giddy with excitement. What would you say is the best part of your job having started this new business? this is fun. This is, I would say definitely rewarding. Um, it's different than real estate. 
you know, because when real estate, I was all able to help the, like the 1% and here I could help everyone, mm-hmm. which is, I think, really rewarding and just an, an awesome feeling. Um, one less thing for us to worry about for the future and for our kids. And I think that's, that's a, that's a great feeling. And to be able to be in the lab and try to come up with new ideas that may work, may not work. And to be here testing things, sometimes my ideas don't work at all. And I'm like, Oh my God, just lost another day. But it's a, you, you get a rush testing these things. Cause you test them in your head and, and in your head, you think it's going to work. Then you yeah. come to the lab and the engineers are like, what are you trying to do? It's never going to work. Stop. oh my gosh do you find that they're pretty collaborative and like uh, maybe helping you like explore other ideas uh i will probably talk to three four different engineers and try to pick everyone's brain and try to combine their ideas together and Mm -hmm. sometimes it works sometimes it doesn't work and then two months later i'll come back and revisit and say what if we do this yeah and say well we didn't think about that let's try that and then then it works so that's awesome. it's just a lot of back and forth, but it's fun because you really get to be creative. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's an interesting nonlinear path, right? Like it's not this like efficient sort of process. Like I, I watch, you know, just people close to me um, starting businesses and even myself with the podcast, it's like, you think it's going to go one way and it doesn't. And just kind of being open to the flow of experimentation and where that leads. Yeah. And, and it's funny because I remember sitting at home telling my wife, sometimes it works. Sometimes it doesn't work. What am I doing wrong? I bought every radiation meter. I spent thousands of dollars. I'm, I'm, I don't even know what to do. And then, and now I figure out, oh, wait a minute. The neighbor's Wi-Fi might be interfering. That's oh. the problem. Oh, wait a minute. The laptop from downstairs is in, in, interfering. And that's why my signals are off. Okay. Try to build a Faraday cage in in my home office, turn everything off, yeah. getting interference. Where is it bouncing from? These things start to drive you nuts, right? Yes. <laughs> and they're like, wait, maybe the material is bad. Maybe the gauge is bad. Or maybe the thickness of the material is bad. Maybe the glue is bad. So it's a lot of that, which mm-hmm. I actually think is really fun. <laughs> yeah, right. It's like a whole new, it's like an uncharted path, right? You're just kind of creating it as you go. It's really inspiring. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So Ben, what would you say is next for you? I know that you said you have a new product in development. What's sort of your hopes and aspirations for this next year? I'm working on a product here today that I'm really excited about that um, hopefully will be a game changer. I don't want to talk about it yet in case it doesn't work. (laughs) Okay, fair enough. (laughs) So um, hopefully we'll find out by the end of the day if everything goes well, but I think this will help all families. It's a new product uh, that I'm really excited about. And um, very cool. Hopefully, hopefully it goes well. Fingers crossed all day. I was so excited. I couldn't sleep last night. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. That's a sign. You're on the right path for sure. Ben, where can we find WaveBlock? Um, on our website, it's waveblock.com or on Instagram. You could see some cool videos. You can see how the product works. And that's um, Instagram tech. I mean, not Instagram, uh, WaveBlock tech. That's our handle name. Wonderful. Well, Ben, thank you so much for coming on. I really enjoyed the conversation and I'm so excited to hear and to see what this new product is that you're coming out with. Thanks so much. And thanks for being part of the WaveBlock family. 
If you're interested in giving Wave Black a try, either for yourself or for someone you love, go to their website, waveblack.com and enter the code EMILY20, all lowercase, for 20% off of your purchase. That's it for me today. If you'd like to shoot me a note, you can find me over at healingcorner.net or over at healing underscore corner on Instagram. Thanks for listening and see you next time.